Total HIPAA Compliance prepares health insurance agents and employers that offer health benefits plans meet the HIPAA compliance requirements. We complete the required documents and provide customized online HIPAA training through our HIPAA Prime service. Today's podcast covers issues important for health insurance agents. Jason Karn, Total HIPAA's Chief Compliance Officer, interviews David C. Smith, nationally recognized as a health and welfare benefits compliance expert. Today's podcast is titled, Where Do HIPAA, GLB, and ACA Compliance Requirements Intersect? David, where do you see HIPAA, Gramm-Leach-Bliley, and personally identifiable information intersecting? Well, I mean, they continue to run in, in this almost gray edge of one another where, you know, in my experience in talking to agents, they are really almost afraid of where the minefield starts and ends mm-hmm. because there's lots of information that I think agents have become familiar, at least because of their carrier relationships, where HIPAA privacy starts and ends and what the safe boundaries of it are. I think they probably haven't understood as well Gramm-Leach-Bliley, even though Gramm-Leach-Bliley is kind of what I call the wide but shallow net. It has a lot of things in it, but the threats against agents are relatively thin. But the PII starts this really interesting bleed between those two. And in my experience, that's actually probably one of the bigger danger areas for most agencies, particularly if they're doing business in the marketplace, because they're going to run into um, situations where uh, any kind of regulatory action, particularly a, a basic screw up, will be seen as an opportunity to make an example out of someone. And that's an area agents have to be really careful of because there is so much information between household income, um, you know. The, the basic information shared throughout the marketplace, some of the decisions that are made, even education, other related information. There's just really broad data set there. It might be helpful to backtrack because do you feel like agents really have a good handle on which of their products are covered under Gramm-Leach-Bliley, which are covered under HIPAA? Or do you think that, you know, cause it seems like by and large when we talk to clients that there's a lot of flying by the seat of their pants. A lot of these things have kind of happened around them. They built a house and then all of a sudden the next day they woke up and there was two shopping centers beside them and all this traffic and they didn't really know what happened. Gramlich Bliley came about and most agencies never really understood that almost every piece of information that, of, that they have about their clients that is tied somehow to an insurance product automatically is given protection. And I think it's the basics there where some real issues happen. The example that I've shared with a couple of people on this, we, we all remember in the last couple of years, there's been a couple of large national retailers that had credit card numbers stolen from their internal systems. Right. But there was no real way for the Federal Trade Commission, for really any federal regulator to go after them for their mishandling of their consumers' um, financial records. Right. Well, if the same thing happened to an agent, there would be plenty of opportunity through the Gramm-Leach-Bliley regulations and state regulation. It could be subject to fines from the Federal Trade Commission. They could be subject to fines from their state Department of Insurance. They could even lose their insurance license for mishandling that information. 
So, you know, the, what I've said to agents is if you have information about a person mm-hmm. and it's tied somehow to an insurance product, it's got to be protected. Right. Now, does it have to be protected at the same level that HIPAA does? No. Somebody has applied for life insurance policy or, you know, their kids in a car accident and they're trading an email with the claim adjuster and the claim adjuster sends some information that might look like HIPAA in the medical world, but because it's about auto insurance or life insurance, they don't have to send that encrypted. They can just send it. Right. But it's where they start crossing the line into HIPAA where they've got to be much more cautious and serious about those ways of communicating. I think most agencies, that's one of their biggest danger areas. Right. Now, would you say in that situation that if you're an agency, you're dealing with a lot of different products coming through financial products and health insurance products and maybe even dabbling in the marketplace, that your best stance is really to say, we're going to have a unified security stance and privacy stance and use HIPAA as that standard for all for all things that are coming down the pike. In my experience, it is the only way to really do it because you know, if you have that approach, the likelihood of a mistake being made is relatively small, but it's also more likely to happen in something that isn't under HIPAA than, than when you only worry about it when it's HIPAA-related information. And so you know, taking the safe stance kind of gives everybody the mentality of, you know, we need to protect this information. But then if somebody sends out that email to a client about a car accident and it's not encrypted, then that, that's okay. Are there other documentation requirements that uh, agents may not be aware of when it comes to Graham-Leach-Bliley, the federal marketplaces, things that they, uh, they may be overlooking when it comes to that? I think most agents don't ever stop and acknowledge their responsibility to provide privacy notices to all of their clients. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Gramlich-Bliley requirement about privacy notices is, again, very broad, like the, the Gramlich-Bliley rules are. And so pretty much any of their insurance clients, they need to be giving some kind of privacy notice to. And then with the marketplace and that slightly different data set of PII, you know, they've got their own privacy notice requirement. You know, but we're in a place where, again, you talk about Go to the lowest common denominator. Right. Well, we know that Gramlich Bliley requires it to be mailed out at least once a year. Mm-hmm. We know that HIPAA isn't quite as hard and fast about that, but we know that in the marketplace, if you don't, number one, give it to every client, and number two, if you don't keep a copy of it on your website, then you're in violation of their marketing rules. Right. So, you know, one of the things that we've done with the total HIPAA package is really to say, we're going to give you one notice. Right. And that way you eliminate the confusion between, all right, now what kind of client is this and what kind of notice do I give them? Mm -hmm. By having one, you avoid these problems. And just anticipating a question I think you're going to ask me, you know, probably one of the biggest questions we get from a lot of agents is, well, HIPAA doesn't say that I have to send out a notice of privacy practices. If you read the regulations, they're, they're right. There is no requirement mm-hmm. under the regulations that an agent, as a business associate, needs to send out a notice of privacy practices. But what they often miss is that the business associate agreements that they've signed with their carriers mm-hmm. says that they do. So just make it an easy habit. 
do it for everybody. Right. And then you avoid really the opportunity to make a mistake or more importantly, the opportunity for some regulator to say, well, you should have done this and you didn't. And now I'm going to take action against you. Right.